Ah, oh yeah. All right, eight ten a.m. local, specific standard time. It's been a productive morning, and it's gonna be a busy off day here at Arnie Pod. Just wrote the busted out the week one recap AFFL. It's Wednesday morning. I just did a little recap. Uncle Steve had already written something, but I was like, I got to keep my job. (laughs) I got to keep my position. I love doing the recap, but it's just week one, though. We're just getting warmed up. I was like, let me just glance at the scoreboard, do a little jaunt. So I did that. And, um, yeah, and then a bunch of runners went by, but they were, like, eight years old, and they had all these coaches, and they were like, run, run, (laughs) this is a hard run, no sitting, (laughs) and then there was a dad on a bird scooter, one of those lime scooters, he was like, mush, mush, go, go. But so you got some promising young runners here in the inland northwest. And they usually do better at uh, cross country. Like Mead and North Central, both Spokane area schools. I remember them being and like Mount Spokane it's always Spokane teams were dominant in uh, cross country and long distance track I wonder if it has to do with the elevation the elevation is much higher I forgot how high it's like something like 2500 feet compared to sea level where I hail from West Side. Bothell. All right. So, yes, yes. Oh, saw that awesome J-Rod 30th homer the other night. And then they were talking, the Mariners officials were talking to the guy who caught the ball. Fan in the first row, center field, gloved it, made a great snag. And if he's smart... Definitely should have kept that ball. That's um, your negotiating piece. Like, they're probably trying to shortchange him and, like, give him, like, a signed jersey and, like, a different baseball or bat when you just keep that ball. You got to keep I hope he kept it because then eventually someone like J-Rod or the Mariners would just give him, like, like at least 50 grand was the number I was thinking. Um, yeah, like don't, man, I hope he didn't give it up. It was just like a young guy, like maybe looked to be about like my age or like even younger. They were so pumped too. It was so awesome. Like it was a great celebration in the stands because it was, it was the bottom of the 10th inning and uh, the Angels Drury had just hit a home run, two run homer, 
because you start with a runner on second. And then, so Mariners are down two, and then J-Rod just blasts his 30th homer to go for his 30-30 season. Um, I think they said, like, the 46th all-time player to do uh, 30 homers, 30 stolen bases. Uh, And then whatever, what's Acuna? Is Acuna doing, like, 40-40 this season? But, um... What's Acuna at? Let's see. But yeah, that was a great moment. I hope that guy kept the ball. That's why I was thinking when I saw that. Just, you got to keep that. And then, just like, and then like a couple months from now, or eventually, someone from the Mariners will be like, okay, we'll give you. (laughs) Dude, you don't give the ball up. That's your, that's your um, leverage. Uh, Okay, so 37 homers for Acuna 65 stolen bases leads the majors 13 caught stealing Um, and he has 196 hits and he's batting 333 and I think Betts is out for a little bit now Betts was in fuego for a bit but your MVP has got to be in National League 2023, Ronald Acuna Jr. He's going to go 40 40. He needs three more homers. Well, he's actually going to go like 40 70. If he gets five more stolen bases, go for 70 stolen bases, 40 homers. Woo! <laughs> he has 77 walks, 77 strikeouts. Um, there you go. And he won Rookie of the Year. Acuna. In 2018, he was rookie of the year. 26 homers, 64 ribbies, 127 hits, 78 runs, uh, 16 stolen bases, bad 293, 366 on base, 917 OPS. OPS Plus subscribers like to chill out, watch their built in tablet, uh, built into their TV. They have a tablet built into their flat screen TV. <laughs> 143 for Ronald Acuna's. And he was 12th in MVP voting when he won Rookie of the Year in 2018. Played 111 games, 26 doubles, four triples. All right. So he had 26 doubles, 26 homers, and he currently has 77 walks, 77 strikeouts. He likes. Acuna likes the symmetry. He's a four-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger, and he is, uh, he'll be 26 December 18th. So, there's like a potential, if he's got like a decade of just dominant, if he can do this kind of stuff for the next decade, then, uh, Acuna, <clears throat> he has 157 homers, 746 hits, 290 career batting average, 25.1 career WAR. So Acuna is like, he's another one of those like uh, long-term bets, uh, long-term Hall of Famer. What about Arias? 
He's only batting 348. He remember when he was close to 400. But so he's faded a lot. He has 21 career homers. So not much home run power for Arreyes. So Arreyes for the Marlins, he is 26. Back April 9th when he turned it. But let's talk Jason Kendall. Let's talk a catcher. All right? For the Pirates. Another pirate. Did we just do a pirate? I, I always forget. <laughs> the players were just... Whatever. Uh, batted right, threw right, six foot, 181 pounds, June 26th, 1974, from San Diego. California, which means whales, vagina. <laughs> what's a what's quote Anchorman? Are they gonna make Anchorman three? Are they gonna make Talladega Nights two? Oh yeah, aren't Adam McKay and Will Ferrell beefing? <laughs> what? So they can't make those sequels? Come on. Make some sequels of the classics. Let's see a Dodgeball 2. The Deuce. On the Ocho. And I saw that in the ESPN book. That it's my new sauna book. Now that I finished my Malcolm Gladwell book. They said there's eight types of ESPN channels. And I was like. The Ocho. Is that where they got that? Jason Kendall went to Torrance High School. So that's the Long Beach area. Although he was born in San Diego. Debuted April 1st of 96. Final game, August 30th, 2010. And three-time All-Star. Oh, I thought he played with the Pirates his whole career. But... Pirates, 96 to 04. Oakland A's, that's right. 05 to 07. Moved on to the Cubbies mid-season, 07. He was a Brewer, 08, 09. Casey Royal, a fountain guy in 010, his final season. Played 118 games his final season as a catcher. I mean, it just says catcher. Like, I wonder if he was doing any... If he was doing DH, I think they would have listed it. Yeah, it just says position is number two. So that's uh, catcher there. He was third in rookie of the year voting back in 96. But in his final season, he batted 256, zero home runs. He had 75 homers, so not much homer in power. 18 doubles, final season, 37 ribbies, 111 hits, 39 runs. All right. 12 stolen bases in his final season with seven cost stealing. So Jason Kendall, I said, uh, I said that, yep. He was a three-time All-Star, I said. I says, so I says that, so I says, uh, war number 18 was the only number he wore. Usually we 
almost all the guys we see wore multiple numbers at some point. Jason Kendall stuck with number 18 all the way. 41.7 for his career bore, 7,600, 27 at bats, 2,195 hits. It's a lot for a catcher. Only 75 homers, as I says. So I says that. My mom sent me the Wordle. She got it in four today. And a batting average, 288 on the career for Kendall. And um, so let's just look at, take a glance at some of the stats. Uh, 1,030 career runs, one season over 100 with 112 in the year 2000, which was one of his all-star seasons. 96, his rookie season, he was an all-star. 98 in 2000. And his highest hit total was 191 in 03. Doubles, 394 for the career. 35 triples, 744 ribbies. Not that many. Um, His most in a season was 75 back in 98. Uh, 189 stolen bases. So a decent amount of stolen bases for a catcher. Uh, 26 being the most in 98. He, He was only caught stealing five times. As for walks, only 721 with the most in a season being 79 in the year 2000. Oh, in 2000, he struck out 79 times as well for that Acuna symmetry. Only 686 career strikeouts. So Jason Kendall did not strike out very often. As a catcher, he knew the strike zone very well. Um, He batted over 300 many times uh one two three four five six six times over the career that's very good with his on base being over 400 three times in a row from 98 to 2000 so um yeah his career on base 366 career ops 744 Career OPS Plus, only 95. Very low. Under 100 is incredibly low <laughs> for your uh, career OPS Plus. And um, never finished in the MVP voting. He led the majors with 31 hit-by-pitches in 1998. He also had 31 the season before. And uh, so he was leaning in to them pitches. Maybe he crowded the plate. I don't recall. But Jason Kendall was often hit by pitches. Uh, other seasons in 01, hit by 20. 03, hit by 25. 05, hit by 20. Led the AL with 26 grounded into double plays in 2005 with the Oakland A's and um, which is odd because he got a lot of stolen bases so you think he's pretty fast actually for a catcher and um, 
yeah, that's pretty much it. Not really leading the majors or the league in anything else other than those two things I just said. Those were the only two times he led the league or the majors in any category. Um, the most doubles he had, 36. He did back-to-back seasons, 97 and 98. So pretty ho-hum, pretty boring numbers for Jason Kendall. <laughs> the son of Fred Kendall, who played from 1969 to 1980 as a catcher. Wow, he played for a long time. For the Padres, mainly, from 69 to 76. And Jason Kendall was born in 1974. So there you go. Now we learn the story (laughs) of why Jason Kendall was born in San Diego. Where's Fred Kendall from? He's from Torrance. He also went to Torrance High School. So there you go. That's why Jason Kendall ended up going, growing up in uh, Torrance. And, um, yeah, he's 49 years old now, uh, but pretty boring numbers. Definitely not a Hall of Famer. Um, but the Hall of Fame of speedy catchers, um, I'd say that was his specialty, was not striking out, stolen bases for a while there, early in his career. He was, he had, uh, three seasons in a row from 98 to 2000 over 20 with at least 22 stolen bases and um his other specialty so like uh doubles 394 doubles is pretty decent for the career and um hits 2195 hits is a i bet that ranks very high among catchers for um Wait, let's see. Catchers. Let's see. MLB catchers. Catchers. All-time hit leaders. Exactly. Uh, Most career hits by a catcher. Statmuse.com. Pudge Rodriguez. 2,844. Uh... Yeah, there you Oh my, no way. He's third? There you go. That's what I was just saying. I bet he ranks highly. Pudge Rodriguez, Ivan Rodriguez, 2,844. Carlton Fisk, 2,269. Jason Kendall, our guy, 2,195. Right behind him, our other guy, Yadier Molina, from a couple weeks back, maybe. 2,168 Ted Simmons 2,116 AJ Przinsky 2,043 Yogi Berra 2,043 Bill Dickey 1969 Gary Carter 1956 Mike Piazza 1921 So there you go That's what we learned today Is Jason Kendall is the third All-time Uh catcher hits leader major league baseball history and um i feel like that was like the point of this episode (laughs) we finally reached uh we reached (laughs) we arrived we reached 
we Jack Reachard the uh, conclusion that Jason Kendall is the third best hitting catcher of all time. So maybe he is a Hall of Famer. But let's see. He never got a gold glove, though, right? Um, I got to say, three-time All-Star is his only accolades. I mean, he's just he's just not a Hall of Famer. Let's see. Is Pudge Rodriguez a Hall of Famer? He must be. He Pudge Rodriguez, yes. Yeah, he is in the Hall of Fame. 311 homers for him. 68.7 career war for Pudge Rodriguez. 296 batting average. And then the 2,844 hits, we says. He won an MVP. 14 All-Stars. 03 World Series champ. 13 gold gloves. 7 silver sluggers. NLCS MVP. Yeah, so Pudge Rodriguez... Much more impressive than Jason Kendall's three all-stars is all. Not even a gold glove or a silver slugger. I thought everyone, see, I thought everyone had won a silver slugger. So, um, Jason Kendall, he's he's very close. I would say he's on the, uh, who was second on that list? It was, um, Carlton Fisk. So let's see if Fisk is a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. 68.4 for Carlton Fisk's war. 376 homers. Yeah, much better numbers than... These guys have way better home run numbers than Jason Kendall. So Jason Kendall, just not quite a Hall of Famer, but uh, he's the Hall of Fame for um, speedy catchers for hitting catchers because he's third all time for hits and uh, underrated players I would say overlooked and sons of MLB players Um, Fred Kendall right yeah (laughs) alright so I feel like we learned a lot we covered a lot of ground today And um, thank you so much. And uh, have a great day. I'm going to go. I think I might mow the lawn. I think I might mow the lawn today. I always think I'm going to rest. Because sometimes I like. I'll like wake up at like. Four. I'll, I'll wake up at like early morning. And then just be like. Tossing and turning. I, use, I always sleep best right when I fall asleep because I'll be tired. So it's good if I fall asleep early. That's good for me. To fall asleep before 10 o'clock is good for me because that's when I sleep hardest from that time until like 4 a.m. But then often from like 4 a.m. to 6 a.m., I'm like almost like I'm tossing I'm like ready for the day almost but then I'm just trying to get some shut eye (laughs) so that's my (laughs) sleep report but but then and then I'm thinking to myself like oh I want to rest today but then by this time I've had some cold brew in me I've done a bunch of stuff I'm got got my juices flowing and I'm like no I feel like I want to do stuff today (laughs) So that's all. <laughs> that's all.
oh, take advantage of my off day. Oh, yeah, we were going to do a podcast with Brett in a couple hours here. So that's what we got to look forward to there. But um, learned a lot about Jason Kendall. Definitely remember him from the 02 high heat baseball um, computer game. Played with my brother back in the day. All righty. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, see you next time. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye.